Hi, everybody. We're back. This is Natalie um, and Megan. Make sure you sound like you want to be here. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> <laughs> and Beverly. Uh, what are we going to talk about today, ladies? Talk about no? No. 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 Well, that could, go, that could go a lot of different ways. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So something that I was thinking about is people will text me and I will kind of like asking me if I want to do something. And I feel like the word no can just be so definitive and, like, just... Final? Yes. Yeah. So then I feel like I have to go into this explanation as to why I'm saying no, when really it's like... No should be enough. Just say no. If you don't want to do it, just say no. And if the people, like, actually people should just accept it because that's just what you do or will not do. Um... But yeah, like no, I, I feel like I've been really trying to get better on that. Like when people ask me something and it's like, mm, no, I don't really want to do that. But it's so hard not to try to say why. Like, I don't. I, well, because I, I think the other thing too is people put meaning behind if you, so say I were to be like, hey, do you want to go for a walk? No. No. So then the other person could potentially be like, well, they don't want to go for a walk because they don't like or they don't want it. And it's like, no. Their no has probably zero to do with you. And everything to do with them. Yes. So. It's kind of an interesting take. Yeah. Because it's really hard for me to say no mm-hmm. and leave it at that. I mean, I will stick to my guns. I may give a bunch of excuses, but then I feel like I'm being pressured to almost lie about why I'm saying no. I don't want to go because I'm lazy. How about that? Yeah. I don't think that what you're going to do is going to be more fun than me sitting on the couch watching TV. Okay? No means no. Yeah. <laughs> it, but to qual- that's what the word I was looking for. Qualify. To qualify my no. No should be enough. Yeah. I said no. Exactly. Don't ask me again. But then it, sometimes I want you to ask me again. <laughs> well, and here's the thing is I guess there is different ways to like say no. Like say you don't have... Okay, so say I invite you to a party, and it's like, no, I can't make it at this time, but please Ask think again. of me again, you know, so that there are ways to still say no, but then still ask to be included mm-hmm. for future things. Again, like we kind of talked about before, though, if you continue to say no for like five to ten times after, the likelihood of the person to continue to ask you right. is going to be low. Yes. And then you shouldn't be surprised when that happens. Right. Yeah. So then who owns the no? Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I, like, if I'm the one that is being asked to go somewhere and I continue to say no, and then later on I'm upset because they stopped asking, but I've never said no, who owns it? Well, I think then that's you reaching out to the person asking them to do yeah. something. Because that's, that? that's a friendship. Or, yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's a, a two relationship. Way, a two-way street. Exactly. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. I agree. No, it's. I have a hard time to say no, and I have a hard time receiving no. Like, I want to dig a little deeper, but I think it also depends on the person. Like, if I don't care about you, and I've asked you, hey, um, I need you to do blah, 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 and they say no, I'm like, whatever. <laughs> I, <laughs> I asked. I don't care. I asked. I, I can cross that T and dot that I. I don't care anymore. Well, and I think it depends on what the invitation is for as well. So, like, in the case of... Um, friends, like a one-on-one friend or, you know, a one-on-three friend, a small group of people, (coughs) 
you know, those no's kind of carry a little more weight mm -hmm. versus I'm having a party and I've invited 27 people and four say no, they can't come. Um, you know if you're one of the four not coming, you're probably not going to be missed. It's not a big deal. But if one friend invites another friend to lunch or a walk or shopping and three, four times the other friend says no, I mean, to me it's like, well, that's, you know, it, but that's or, again. Or are you trying to, you know, like, I know when someone extends an invitation to me as a one-on-one -on -one invitation, um, if I truly can't do something, I feel obligated to tell that friend why I'm saying no. Yeah. Um, but the party invitation, no, I don't necessarily feel that I need to tell them, you know, why. I don't even think if your friend were to ask you, I don't think you have to explain. I, that's something that my dad has said, is you don't have to explain yourself. If you, you don't, don't want, yeah. yeah, if you don't, another prime example, and this is where I was wishy-washy, is there's some family that's going to a tree lighting today, and I was like, my thing is, I, I pack too many things on my days off, right. and then I work, mm -hmm. and then I never mm -hmm. have a break, right. so then I work, and then I'm like, oh, I just want to do nothing, mm -hmm. and my family had asked if I wanted to go to this tree lighting, and I was like, I was honest, and I just said, I'm going to decide the day of if I want to go or not, mm -hmm. because I might just want to sit on my couch mm -hmm. and do nothing. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And, and that's just where, and I, I said, please do not take it personally if I don't come and hang out, but I, I just kind of want to see how I'm feeling that day, because, yeah, I, I, sometimes I just want to do nothing yeah. and rest. Yeah. <laughs> right, because there's value in resting. There's value oh, in, in oh, calming yeah. down because we're all freaking running around oh. busy. This book right here. Okay, Spill it. so Spill it. essentialism. Um, it took me a little bit to get into the book, but super great book because it just talks about how, how we have so many things going on in our lives and we really just need to narrow down what the top things are mm -hmm. instead of, so that you can give 100% to those things. Because when you're when you've got so many things going on, it's really hard to then be present to whatever you're focusing on at that moment. Oh, I agree. I agree completely. Because you can't be like it's like a, a jack of all trades or master at none. If I pack in so many things, like December, I I love Christmas, but I hate the month of December because everybody's having parties, everybody's doing something, and my only downtime is 48 hours. I work Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, and I go to the gym so I don't kill people. So I'm out of the house at about 7.45, and I don't come back until late at night, mm -hmm. and it's dark. I eat dinner, I take a shower, and I go to bed. Mm -hmm. So I have 48 hours to do whatever mm -hmm. it is I need to do within my house. Laundry, bills, you know, the dishes. And so December comes around, and everybody wants to pack in all the stuff we have to do. Right. And you feel obligated to make other people happy, so you can't say no. But I'm making myself miserable. Exactly. And I'm like, so then I go to these parties, and I've got this sourpuss face. Which, yeah. So because that's... I'm like, I've got a thousand things I have to do. Can I go home now? I'm, I'm, I'm here. Check off. You know, check the box. I'm here. Can I go? And that's the exact thing that it mm -hmm. talks about is just checking the box that you, like, completed that task. No. But it's really about trying to figure out what things actually bring me enjoyment mm -hmm. yep. and how can I show up as the best version of me and being present in that moment, too. Yeah. And what I've learned is I need a lot of downtime. So I'll take... 
like in the morning, you know, the weekends, I try to do something that's just for me, even if it's like vegetating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just drinking my coffee and I'm looking outside and I'm staring. And yeah. I'm just staring outside. That's fine. <laughs> that's like, that's my mornings are like yeah. that. Like I leave my cell phone usually in the bedroom. Yes. I make my coffee. I sit on the couch and I watch the Brady Bacon show. That's oh, my I love Saturday that show. Night. Unfortunately, now it's the show. end of the season, and I gotta wait till next. Let's just start over. Start, start over. over. Yeah. <laughs> I already know who wins each season, though. But yeah, um, yeah, you have to have that downtime. And then um, just picking up on on the nose, because I know we've discussed this about the um, um, resentful yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, like you're saying yes because you've been invited ten times to the same thing, and so you feel obligated to go. But does going bring you joy? Right. You know, is this something that's going to bring joy and quality, or are you just resentfully saying yes to go so that you don't fall off the invitation list? Right. But yet, you really wouldn't care if you fell off right. the invitation list right. because you don't really want to go. But yet, that validation of, but I'm included, and so, you know, so, yeah, it's complicated. It's like... kind of goes to the people-pleasing portion, too, uh-huh. where yeah. just, like... Yeah, are you doing something just to please someone else? Yeah, which, our, that's not good for yourself. Is that making me happy? Right. Because mm-hmm. I can tell you so many times I have said yes to make other people happy. Mm-hmm. And now, I mean, for the month of December, I think it was starting a couple of years ago, I, I narrowed it down to two weekends. I will do whatever it is that we're wanting to do as a family, and then one other thing. And the rest of the time, I say no to the rest of the invitations. Good. Come hell or high water, because I, then I feel like I don't get a chance to calm down. I don't get a chance to de-stress. And I don't feel like a lot of people can empathize with that, and it makes me frustrated. Well, why can't you go? You should. Because okay. I said no. Now, I can tell you, if when somebody... And ha- a lot of people ask me, well, why not? Okay. Expletive here. The fuck I owe you an answer for? <laughs> Seriously. I'm a grown-ass woman. I pay my own bills. I don't owe you an answer. And if you were my friend, if you loved me, you wouldn't ask me because you know I would go if I wanted to. Exactly. So stop it because yeah. I will slap you. Well, not really. But, you know, that's how I'm feeling. I'm getting to that point where it's like, you know, why are you pushing so hard? I'm saying no. That should be it. That's enough. When you say no, I honor that. You know, I wonder if that's because, I wonder if that's a boundary on the other person that they're just like, wait, you're saying no to me. And they want to, but they want to say no to things, and but they continue to say yeah. yes. Does that make sense? It does. Mm-hmm. It does. I, I have a friend um, that um, is very bad at accepting no. Really bad. And so then I feel like, okay, do I just it all stops and put those barriers up and hold them there do i hold the line or do i give in because i don't want to hurt her feelings because she's valuable to me but why is she valuable when she doesn't value my own yeah mm-hmm. so then i hold the line and i you know what happened she's not that close to me anymore and the thing is that i will reach out and you know i will support and you know give love and whatnot but she's the the return of that is not there anymore. And I'm kind of okay with that. And that took a little bit to learn. Yeah. Because I'm like, my no is just as valuable as yours. <laughs> you know, I feel like I'm a three-year-old throwing a fit. Yeah. So it's like, well, I guess I'll find other people who do value me back. Yeah. Right. The, the fuck? I don't owe you an answer. And I think it's, you have, to, it takes us time to find, the, for lack of a better word, the cadence of a friendship. 
So there yes. are some people who need that constant, maybe daily. You know, and obviously some friends are closer than others. You might text them several times a week or every day or, mm-hmm. or something along those lines. Like I have a, a friend that I we make sure we see each other once a month. We either go for a walk or get lunch or go do something. And then I have another friend that I don't see but every three or four months. You yeah. know, and then yeah. you might have a friend that you only see like every six months. You know, and that's fine. It's finding what that cadence is to that. You know, and, and everybody's going to have a different need. Um, I was. It's, it's finding how that. It's like a net. Yeah. You know, and every, everything's interconnected and woven together. But you have to find what works as opposed to and and how much we all have complicated lives with work and social events and downtime. What you know? Do you plan yourself? Every moment, I work till five, and then I do this on on Mondays and I, on Mondays and Thursdays, and I do this on Wednesdays and Fridays, and I do this on, you know, and then when and so when do you have that downtime to just mm-hmm. not do anything? Mm-hmm. And 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 so you might find those people that are micromanage their schedule to the nth degree oh, yeah. are the ones that do have those breakdowns and those meltdowns because their life has gone out of control and is chaotic because there's not enough hours in the day to do everything and to please everybody and to make everybody happy. Right. I put. After I get home from the gym, I put my phone on airplane mode, and then I sit in the tub for like an hour and a half. I just sit there and veg out and listen to like an audio book. That's good. And Madeline's yeah. like, uh, are you okay in there? Like, I'm fine. Leave me alone. <laughs> Go away. I need to be quiet. I need to sit still. I need to just, I need to just sit. That's good. That's good that you're listening to yourself, though, mm-hmm. instead, because I, I think a lot of people in this world just keep going because they don't want to sit with themselves. I think it makes them uncomfortable to sit and just quiet. Yes. Yeah. And have their thoughts. Absolutely. And things. Just, yeah. Yeah. I, I sit too much. <laughs> think too much. Yeah. <laughs> but you would probably understand yourself a little bit better. Think, yeah. Yeah. Because there's times where something will happen and I'll be like, why did I have that reaction? And then mm-hmm. it's like, oh, well, I kind of got this going on and that's why I feel this way. So. Yeah, I just sit still in the tub and just kind of veg out, or in the morning before everything starts, when I can stare out, and go through the clusters and minuses of whatever's happening isn't really going to end my life. Things aren't going to kill me. This too shall pass kind of Mm -hmm. rhetoric. You guys know I've gone through a couple of interesting things the last couple months, and I'm hoping to get some boringness back in my life but you just like okay yeah this was a stumbling block but it doesn't make me bad and holding on to my own boundaries and Mm -hmm. making sure that they're respected is not a bad thing i may feel bad because i don't want to hurt other people's feelings right but i feel like if if it mattered to them then they wouldn't hurt mine either yeah so then it's okay to hold on to those boundaries yeah and to finally come through that, like on your own in the quiet, is so much better than having it pounded in in the middle of some kind of high stress moment. Yeah. So, anyway. You know, kind of back to your like friends thing where you have your friend that you meet up with once a month, and and that's something else that. too though is like every friendship has a different reason as to like why you that's are true. friends. Yeah, yep. that's true. Because yeah. I have a couple friends that I am like, well, back in Wisconsin, I feel like all my friends were nurses. And not all of them, but a majority of them were. And out here, I don't have any non-nurse friends. I, That's weird. Out here, I don't, I mean, I have you I guys and a couple other, but then it's like, some of my friends are completely different than me, and we, it 
they're my best friends too. Like it's just it's interesting um what your what connects you yeah. to people. Yeah. Because it is finding those different connections with other people. Mm-hmm. I've had friends that were not nurses, but they have fallen by the wayside. You know, and it's I don't know. Weird. Is it weird? Is it because there's not that underlying connection or I don't know. I'm also Some of them are because I've moved, you know, you move away and I'm you just don't maintain think, connection. I don't have any non nurse friends. <laughs> Wait a minute, that's weird. Do people at the gym? Do you have people at the gym that aren't nurses? Yes. yes. So there you go. But it's at a, a different level because if I don't go to the gym, I don't see them. I don't mm-hmm. have a real conversation outside of that. Where my nurse friends, like I buddies. do. Um, I have you guys. Um, I have Katie and Jill. Both of them I met through my previous work that we continue to be friends, and it's years past now. I mean, yeah. There's significant value in both of them. I just puzzle pieces in my life that fit just right, especially in that moment where there's a high need. So I'm thinking, oh, shit, I don't really have any non-nurse friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, there's people that I value and love, like some of the people that are at the gym that aren't nurses, but it's a different, I mean, and like you said, different friends, different meaning, different place in your life. Wow. It's a little eye-opening. That's okay, yeah. though. I mean. You think? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Nurses well, as I said, I don't have any friends that aren't nurses. All of the people that I would consider friends are nurses. I mean, do I know other people? Do we hang out <laughs> with other people? <laughs> I mean, our entire lives are surrounded by other Does nurses social and doctors. <laughs> you know, nurses, like, doctors, social workers, PTs, OTs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's other people. I guess, okay, now that you mention that. But I mean, it's like, I. but I think the ones I truly think of as friends that have those continuous regular connections yeah. on a regular basis who probably know up to date what's going on in my life mm-hmm. those would they're all nurses all nurses who know non-nurse things about us yes yeah. yes very weird yeah. very weird because i think nurses as a whole whether you're a man or a woman we're we're an interesting race we yeah. are we are so effed in the head you know, actually, I was just having a conversation with a tech the other day about that because he was like, he said, because you know, you know how we, things will happen when you're taking care of patients and you laugh about it because it's just like, you're not laughing at the person. It's just like, the situation, the situation is, if you didn't laugh, you'd probably be cry. crying. Yeah. And it's just, but it's, it's probably like. <laughs> Sick in the head to do that. <laughs> but you have, I think you have to be yes. a, in, in any healthcare, but especially nurses getting that frontline care. You ha- There has to be some sort of sickness mental or illness. ability to absorb the sickness <laughs> so and laugh about mental it. health issues. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. Which has Noted. been compounded and overly expressed because of what COVID's done to us all on different levels. But yeah. that's a total different subject matter. Yeah. But yeah, only yeah. to be trumped by social workers <laughs> who have that yeah, that yeah. level of sickness and ability to laugh about it at a little bit higher level. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I, I agree with that completely. By completely. by by sanity's sake, you know, by nature. <laughs> well, I had told uh, one of the techs too that I was working with. I said sometimes when I get uncomfortable, like I will laugh at, and it's not necessarily very appropriate. Like <laughs> I'm trying to like, oh, <laughs> funny. Um, I don't know. There's just been things that have happened that I'm just like, I I don't know how to respond right now, so I'm just going to laugh because I don't know what to do. And it's just, 
professionalism. I think yeah. it just depends on your point of view. Yeah. Okay. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed all that craziness. Um, I know I did. Um, and we will see y'all in about a week or two.